The following program depicts scenes of murder and violence. Viewer discretion is advised. Words appear sequentially. Crime Crushers. Featuring Donna Judd. On whose blind life is it anyway? The Blind Perspective Network. Sponsored by VIP Tech. Episode 25. The Fireside. Accessible Media Incorporated Original Production. Father Todd Bleachman had come to visit his friends, Judge Carl Hash and his lovely wife, Judge Alexis Carrier. Father Todd had been invited over to dinner to discuss a very important matter a growing rift between Judge Carl and his wife, Judge Alexis. What Father Todd discovers upon entering the home is totally unexpected, and he has to take action immediately. Hello there, it's Detective DJ, and welcome to another week of The Crime Crushers. For this week, our crimes mystery is called The Fireside Feelies. And we know that by now you have already heard the description to this and that you're all ready and raring to go. Hopefully you will solve this mystery in very quick time and let's see how we do. It is a very early fall evening and the sun has already set. Trees bathed in bright reds and yellows. Piles of leaves stacked neatly away from the fireside, and it's an early fall evening. And the night air is a bit cool and damp. Judge Carl Hash has been found lying close to his fireside. He's dead. And close by, his two dogs are lying. They are barely alive. Judge Carl Hash is dead. And there close by and not too far away is a table set for six persons. Plates, glasses, and cutlery already on the table. And freshly cooked veggies, potato salads, macaroni salads, and green salads are all piled on a table close by. So think of it, very appetizing food. And on another close-by table, there are platters loaded with fruits and appetizers. Yum, yum, yum. But this is not all. On yet another table, there are covered dishes of steak fillets and chicken fillets. Mmm, I can just smell it now. And all of these tables are not too far from the fireside. Under the last table that I described with all the meats on it and the chicken, there are ice buckets. And in these ice buckets, there are bottles of red and white wine. So it looks as if a very nice, cozy party, fireside party, was being planned. 
Now, we find that there are four people seated on chairs close to the fireside and that they're all being talked to or interviewed by the police. Judge Alexis Cahier, who is Judge Carl Hash's wife, has also been found dead, and she has been found dead in the upstairs bathroom of the couple's handsome home. She has been found lying face down in her bathtub. A double death. What the heck is going on here? The judge and his wife have both been killed? Well, Dr. Shea has had to mull this over quite a bit, and here's what she's saying. She's saying that this, these, or this double murder took place at the judge's home because this is where the killer wanted it to be. And the perfect occasion was that of a private dinner when both victims would be there. And that both victims' reasons for being there was that they lived there. Now, Dr. Shea could be very wrong, but then again, she is not wrong very often. So let's see what happens next. All right. Now we're going to move on to possible motives as described by our Chip Sanderson, our resident investigator. And he's saying that someone did not want Judge Carl Hash to be appointed to the Supreme Court. My, my, my. I don't know about that, but let's see. Another motive that our Chip has come up with is that they did not want Judge Alexis Carrier to be appointed to the Supreme Court either. So, it seems as if, according to our Chip, that both of these judges, husband and wife, were being considered for appointments to the Supreme Court, but that the killer did not want these persons to be appointed. Well, he has identified some suspects or persons of interest for us to consider. The first is Father Todd Bleachman. Now, my goodness, how could Chip do this? He's accusing Father Todd Bleachman of murder? Double murder? Well, let's see what happens next. He also identifies Judge Maxwell Kong and Judge C.J. Clark. Chip is making some very, very interesting accusations against some very, very well-known and high-profile men of society. A priest and two judges? Well, let's go on again and see what happens. Okay. Based on our investigation, or based on Chip's investigation, he found that judges Hash and Cahiel had hosted or were going to host a very private dinner that evening. All right. And it was a private party. And they had invited Father Todd to this party to see whether he could help to bring some sort of sense or find a solution to the present uproar among the judges, those who were being considered uh, for appointment to the Supreme Court. 
this was going to be a very formidable task for Father Todd. And all of the four judges were being evaluated for appointment to the Supreme Court. But only one judge would be chosen. Each of these four judges wanted this appointment very badly. And fortunately for each of these four judges, they each had skeletons in their closets. And some of these skeletons were known to some of these judges, while other skeletons were still in hiding. Each judge had something on the other, and it had gotten to the point where Judge Carl's marriage to Judge Lexis was a big, big trouble. Father Todd was hoping to try and help this group to avoid open warfare. He didn't want to see anything happen. He knew about some of these skeletons, so he was bound and determined not to let them out of the closet. Judge Alexis was getting ready to file for a divorce from Judge Carl because she had recently learned of her husband's infidelities over the past five years. My, my, my. She had confronted him with her info, but he had denied it all. Judge Alexis had hired a private detective to follow her husband, and she had gotten the goods on him. She was determined at all cost to block Judge Carl from being appointed to the Supreme Court. My, my, my. Now, that Judge C.J. Clark did not want Judge Carl to be chosen either because he was afraid that Judge Carl would use his position to come after him. Judge Carl knew that Judge C.J. was in the pocket of some high-profile mafia guy. The plot thickens. And over the years, Judge C.J. had pulled strings to have some big-wig mafia bosses acquitted. Judge C.J. had been instructed by the mafia to get rid of Judge Carl. And that if he did not, he and his family would be killed. So Judge C.J. Clark was in big trouble too. Now, Judge Carl was determined to stop his wife, Judge Alexis, from being chosen for the Supreme Court. He did not want her to be above him in the, in the court system. No way did Judge Carl want his wife to be over him in the court system. No, no, no. This was not going to happen, according to Judge Carl. Nor did he want a messy divorce. And he reckoned that the only way to stop Judge Alexis' carrière would be to kill her. Now, Judge Maxwell Kong had also wanted to stop Judge Alexis' carrière from being appointed as the Supreme Court judge. He had wanted payback as well, because a few years ago, Judge Alexis had sentenced Judge Maxwell Kong's brother to a long prison term. It was all because of a high-profile software piracy case. 
Judge Alexis also had evidence that Judge Maxwell was involved with his brother's case and that he had had a big hand in helping his brother. And Judge Maxwell knew that it was only a matter of time before Judge Alexis exposed him. He had wanted her dead. C.J. Clark and Maxwell Kong that evening had offered to cook the meat and had ended up doing it together. Judge Maxwell had cooked the chicken fillets and Judge uh, C.J. had cooked the steak fillets. They were both very good cooks in their own way. Now, everyone knew that Judge Carl had always liked to sample his meat before dinner. It was a habit of his. He always liked to do it, and he always did it. And, in addition, he loved to feed a bit of this meat to his dogs. I guess he wanted to make sure that the dogs, too, would approve of the meat. He always sampled the meat first, followed by the chicken. That evening, Judge Alexis had taken her time getting ready for their dinner. That private dinner that both she and Judge Carl would be hosting together. First, she had decided to take a nice long bath and had brought her favorite bottle of bubble bath to the tub. After having filled the tub, she stepped in, poured some of the bubble bath into the water, and then had reached out to place the bottle in the soap dish. She was electrocuted immediately, and it had jolted her face down into the tub, where she drowned. When Father Todd arrived, he was just in time to witness a horrible scene. He watched dumbfounded as his friend Judge Carl had collapsed close to the fireside, and then as he recovered from his shock, he noticed that the two dogs, Scandal and Rascal, were lying close by to the judge fighting for air. At first, judges CJ and Maxwell did not see anything because both of them had been strolling together among the trees. But when Father Todd had shouted for their attention, they came running and Judge Maxwell had called 911. The sixth place setting at the table was for Judge Alexis's sister because she was going to be arriving a bit late from an overseas trip. She had gone on this trip a few days before that fateful evening and she would be returning in time to have supper with the other guests. Now a few days before this fateful evening, a hydro van had pulled up in front of the judge's house and a uniformed electrician had rung the doorbell. He had told the butler that he was there to do a routine inspection. He wanted to expect all of the fuse boxes and outlets in the judge's home. The butler did not suspect anything 
because the electrician had told him that Judge Carr was the one who had requested his company to come by and do the inspection. It all sounded plausible, and the uniformed electrician had told the butler that there had recently been some problems with some of the fuse boxes. So the butler quickly believed and let the electrician into the home. Let's look again at those persons of interest or suspects, whatever you want to call them. Judge Maxwell Kong had hated Judge Alexis Carrier because she had sent his brother to prison. Well, I've had a chance to pour over all of these reports and everything else, all the interviews, all the facts and figures, everything that Dr. Chip has told, not Dr. Chip, but Chip has told me, and Dr. Nicholas Gasquet has found, and, well, it's a messy thing, but, you know, let's see what we can figure out here. In the case of Judge Carl Dash, the killer had seasoned the uncooked meat and laced it with strychnine when no one had been watching. And Judge Dash had decided to sample a bit of it as he always did before dinner. And he had fed some of the meat to both of his dogs, Scandal and Rascal, as he always did. Now they lay fighting for their lives. And in the case of Judge Alexis Carriel, her soap dish had been wired from the fuse box leading to the bathroom. She had gone to place her bubble bath on the soap dish. Her hand had grazed the side of the soap dish and she was immediately electrocuted. She died on the spot. So this is how these two judges were killed. So basically, we have two crime scenes. The first scene is one where Judge Carl Dash has been found dead, lying close to the fireside. His two dogs, Scandal and Rascal, are lying close by. And all three have partaken of poisoned meat, something that Carl Dash always did before sitting down to dinner. He would sample the meat and give a bit of it to his dogs. Killer knew this, right? So he's been found dead close to the fireside. And the fire, you know, the scene is one of tables loaded with lots of food, appetizers, desserts, meats, lots of salads, potato salad, macaroni salad, and green salad in their ice buckets with red and white wine. And you have their father, Todd Bleachman, who found the body and shouted to um, judges C.J. Clark and Maxwell Kong, who were strolling in the trees. They had cooked the meat. And the second crime scene is one where Judge Alexis Carrier has been found upstairs in her bathroom. She has been electrocuted. Apparently, she filled her tub with her favorite bath bubbles. She went to put the bottle of uh, bubbles back on her soap dish, but in doing so, her hand grazed the side of the soap dish and she was immediately electrocuted and catapulted into the uh, tub face down. So those are the um, the two crime scenes. And we have identified the two suspects as Judge C.J. Clark and Judge Maxwell Kong. For their own reasons, they did not want um, either Carl Dash or Alex- Alexis Carrier to be appointed to the court or the Supreme Court. 
Each of these four judges have wanted to be appointed to the Supreme Court. Um, only one could be appointed, and this was the horrible truth of what had happened. So now, young Alex has put together some questions for you, which we would like you to, you know, consider. These questions are going to help you decide who did it, and you need to really pay attention and see what you come up with. Okay, so let ju- let Alex give you these questions, and we'll meet you on the other side. Did one killer commit this crime, or was there a second killer involved? Could this have been a plot by two persons? Who could have had the best chance to season the meat with strychnine? Who could have sent the hydro man to wire Judge Alex's soap dish? Who could have known about the fuse box leading to the bathroom? How could the electrician have known what to do? Okay, it's revelations time. Let's dive right into it. Two different killers committed these two crimes. No, it was not a plot. Either of the other judges or any of the other judges, Judge Maxwell Kong or Judge C.J. Clark, could have had an opportunity to do this. Any of the other judges could have sent the Hydro Man. But Judge Carl was probably the most likely candidate. Someone with enough knowledge of the fuse box in the judge's home would have instructed the electrician as to what needed to be done. This was getting more and more complicated. So who do you think could have killed George Carl and his wife? If it was two different killers, who did it? Was it Todd Bleachman and Judge Maxwell? Todd Bleachman and Judge CJ? Or Judge CJ and Judge Maxwell? Well, let me reveal something very interesting to you. This has been one of the most bizarre and involved crimes for our team. Here's how it happened. Judge Alexis had seasoned both chicken and beef before her guests had arrived. She had counted on her husband sampling the meat and the chicken as he always did before they sat down to have dinner. She also knew that he would be giving some of this meat and chicken to his dogs, Scandal and Rascal, as well. In the case of Judge Alexis, it was her husband who had sent a hydro man to their home to wire the soap dish from the fuse box leading to the bathroom. Judge Carl knew exactly what he was doing, and he had paid the hydro man handsomely to do his job. So, what we have here is that Judge Alexis killed Judge Carl and Judge Carl killed Judge Alexis. I guess you call it payback, I don't know. There you have it, folks. A very weird and bizarre mystery for this week, but we hope you enjoyed it. We wish you a very good rest of the week. We hope you do what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it. We've enjoyed bringing this mystery to you, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. 
Thank you for stopping by and have a great week. Bye-bye. This has been Crime Crushers. On whose blind life is it anyway? The Blind Perspective Network. Catch Crime Crushers every Wednesdays. On Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Sponsored by VIP Tech.